Hey everybody, welcome back to Something About Web 3. I'm your host Dan. I'm here with Kazuaki. What's going on? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Akeome. Akeome, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's Japanese for... Uh, <laughs> you, you know, Kotoyoro. Yeah, Kotoyoro. Yeah. <laughs> Koto... Yolo. <laughs> Koto, yeah. Kotoshi, uh, yeah. yeah, there's something about the Japanese language segment <laughs> for the week. That's how you say Happy New Year. Um, I went to Shrine New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. Yep. I did the thing. Uh, I threw the money in and clapped and bowed. And there was an old guy sweeping at the shrine. It's just my local shrine, mm-hmm. you know, so it wasn't too busy. There were some people there, but it wasn't crazy or anything. And I think the guy who was sweeping the shrine didn't like what I was doing because he came mm-hmm. over and then started sweeping my feet oh, while wow. I was while I was bowing. <laughs> 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 so, you know, some guy who was probably like 90 years old, you know, yeah, barely, barely able to walk around. But oh, uh, keeping keeping the shrine clean of foreigners. <laughs> but uh, it was fun. Yeah. And then we saw Mount Fuji from oh, uh, yeah. from where we're at. Because yeah. on really clear days, you can see it from Tokyo. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it was really clear on New Year's Day. That's like good luck, right? If you see Mount mm-hmm. Fuji on oh, New yeah. Year's Day. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So it's going to be a lucky year for me. Mm-hmm. That's Woo-hoo. great. That's great. <laughs> All right, it's two two minutes have passed, so I think we can curse now. YouTube <laughs> YouTube recently uh, announced some new guidelines. They were cracking down even more on profanity, hmm. and uh, you can find this podcast on YouTube, but there's no video. But maybe there will be some video soon. I don't know. You're missing out on our handsome faces and our cool studios. <laughs> By not having the video, uh, so I don't know. Maybe maybe for twenty twenty three, we'll start hooking that up. It always blows my mind. I just saw a video yesterday. If you mm-hmm. if there's like a YouTuber that you like for for a while, and all they do is like video essays where you don't see their face, they're just like talking mm. about something, and then all of a sudden they upload a video with their face. Doesn't that freak what? you out? What? Like you've listened to this person talk for hours, and then all yeah. of a sudden now you see their face, and they don't look anything like you thought they would. Mm. I hate when that happens. <laughs> so that will happen to you if you listen to this podcast. Maybe, yeah, if you're lucky. Um, you see, I'm rocking my milady hat. Oh wow, that's so tight. <laughs> that's so tight. Where where'd you get that? Got I, mean, I was I was gonna mention your your hoodies, Neo Geo. Yeah, I'm wearing a Neo uh, that, Geo that was, hoodie. That was cool too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I didn't notice my lady hat. It's so cool. Yeah, well, I got it from the official Milady store. Oh. Yeah, they also made a Fumo recently. Do you mm. know what a Fumo is? Mm-hmm. It's like I don't know what it means. It's some Japanese thing. Um, but it's like a UFO catcher style doll. 
Okay. You know, like uh, with a with a big head, small body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they made him a lady one. It was very limited edition. And it sold out like within thirty seconds or whatever. Mm. But um, so I didn't get that unfortunately. But I did get some hats and some pins. Uh, nice. I wanted to get, you know, hoodie or whatever. But everything is one size only. Oh and yeah. The, and the size is small. Mm. Because Milady is a <laughs> front for a um, Finspo Pro Anna uh, cult. Do you know what those mm. words mean? Finspo Pro Anna. Pro Pro Anna oh. is pro anorexia. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know uh, that. I think it's I think it's widely known Milady is like very um they hate fat yeah. people and I'm a fat person mm. and I'm wearing Milady hat. <laughs> so I couldn't buy any of the clothes cuz they only come in small. They don't they oh, don't wow. sell them in large. Yeah. They hate fat people. Um cuz they all live in New York City. Yeah. Where no one is fat. Oh. Except for Newman from Seinfeld. Yeah. Um anyway, well, I still <laughs> bought the hat. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um. Yeah. Hey, isn't there? Um. I'm totally. I, I'm going off the rails here. Isn't there some? Isn't there an Ethereum event coming to Tokyo soon? That's what I heard. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh. When was it? April or something? Yeah. Like East Tokyo. Hell yeah. Yeah. Are we, are we gonna go? I don't know. Are we? Maybe we should uh, record Maybe an episode should. live. Oh yeah. At the conference. Oh yeah. That would be good. Yeah. That would be really cool. We can get maybe we can get a guest. Who who will be? Vitalik will be here, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll get Vitalik. For sure. And we'll get um that guy who hacked Mango Markets. <laughs> He'll be there. Oh yeah. What was his name? He has some crazy totally name. I forgot. Yeah. Abraham Eisenberg. Okay. <laughs> He's in jail, by the way. Did you follow this guy on Twitter? Oh uh, no. I'm trying to remember what his Twitter handle was. Um But he hacked quote unquote hacked. He hacked quite a few things. Oh, his his Twitter was Avi Eisen. He has a Pepe style avatar. Oh yeah, classic. Uh he has a good blog too. His pin tweet is how our team makes millions in crypto risk-free. Keep in mind, he's in jail right now. Mm -hmm. um, oh, wait. Is he out of jail? Because he's, like, replying to people. Oh, nice. No, nah, I think he's in jail. So, oh. so much happened in the last couple of weeks. <laughs> Can't keep track of it all. Um, but he ran. What would well, I mean, what would you call? First of all, do you know anything about this guy and this story <laughs> before I get into it? <laughs> You're like, Dan, I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, he ran what I would call a prop shop. Others would call yep. a black hat trading group or mm -hmm. something like that. Yep. Uh, but basically, he made it his mission to do code is law style attacks mm -hmm. on different um, projects. The biggest okay. of which I think was Mango Markets, which has exploded for $114 million. Allegedly. Allegedly. 
Hmm. Not declared guilty or anything. But um, I don't believe he ever, like, exploited contract code. But he did do, like, flashlight type stuff. Oh. Okay. my understanding. And he cool. did do, like, governance attacks. Mm. Like, he would, like buy a bunch of the governance token vote to give himself more tokens that kind of thing i don't i don't i don't know exactly what he did with mango market probably should have read this article but but he took a lot of people's money i guess he said that he believed all his actions were legal and he actually returned um more than half the money kept some of it as a quote-unquote bug bounty Hmm. So, I don't know. What do you, I mean, what do you think? Like, if you, what's the difference between trading in DeFi and exploiting? Uh, that's a great question. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there, there, there are so many people who makes money off of um sandwich attack and oh yeah you know front runnings on the DeFi, and then i think if if you believe in the quota as well it's totally legal and then that, that's what happened in the traditional traditional financial market but i mean if if doors unlocked i are you still legal to get into somebody else's house probably that's not. true <laughs> No, so, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> um, Unless you're the Yamato delivery guy. Yeah, yeah. Then you could just walk in and say, "Yeah, there's a delivery." Um, yeah, and you know, people say, "Well, there's no mempool in TradFi." Yeah. But in TradFi, they call it pay for order flow, mm. <laughs> and it's totally <laughs> legal, and it's actually Robinhood's business model. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. If you could pay Robinhood to get access to the Robinhood mempool, quote unquote, mm -hmm. right? Yep. See what all the trades people are making before they actually yeah. Yeah. hit the books. Um. So yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't even think he did any MEV style stuff either. So I, right. in some ways, what he did, I think, is probably less um, egregious than sandwich attack or mm. whatever. And yeah, I think sandwich attacks are just part of life in DeFi uh, because of the the AMM model. Yeah. So I don't know. I say free him. He's a, he was under arrest in Puerto Rico. I mm. guess he was in Puerto Rico. So maybe that was the problem. Yeah. Um. But you know, a lot of people lost a lot of money, and so people. That doesn't, that doesn't like, um, <laughs> you know, that doesn't get people on your side. People are, people yeah. are just, you know, going to be pissed about that regardless. Um, but he was, he was quite the Twitter shit poster. <laughs> um, and, and he, he talked very openly, which I appreciate about what he did yeah. and how he did the things he did. Um, yeah, but his pinned tweet on Twitter from January 24th, 2022 says, How our team makes millions in crypto risk-free, exploiting crypto markets for fun and profit. Oh. Probably exploiting was not the right word there. That, that might be used against him. I don't know. But I hope I hope he's okay. 
I guess. I, <laughs> I didn't lose any money. Um, you know, DeFi is a scam entirely. Um, there's been a lot of reports coming out about how <clears throat> basically any kind of long-term market making LPs, liquidity provision, uh, you lose money every time. Mm. You're, you're just always losing money. Um, and by long term, I mean like anything other than just in time, which would be some MEV type of liquidity sniping, right? Mm -hmm. Like on Uniswap V3, there are bots that mm. will try to add liquidity positions right at your trade, right? And then withdraw them right after. Mm -hmm. In that case, it makes sense. But, but the people like maybe you and I who go on um, a balancer or, or whatever and throw our USDC into a, a goofy index fund of 20 different coins, we're just losing money constantly. And, yeah. and, uh, and they always have to you know give you some goofy-ass reward token in addition to the trading fees. So I guess that maybe mm. the trading fees just aren't high enough, but they have to be high enough to compete with centralized exchanges. So anyway, I don't know. Have you heard people talking about this, how there's basically no way to make money by LPing? Mm. It's really, it's really risky. Yeah. When you think yeah. about it, you, mm -hmm. you really have to like find something that has like insane APYs and do it for like a day. Yeah. Or you're getting paid in some token that actually goes up, which never happens. Barely mm. ever happens, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my, uh, how much is pancake swap these days? It's <laughs> probably like a dollar or something. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. So in in the long term, like BTC and ETH holders are like only winners. Yeah. <laughs> this stage and then USDC bulls yeah. stay winning. Mm -hmm. Um, more about that later, but. <laughs> <laughs> You know, um, that reminds me, I saw people arguing. There was some tweet that was going viral yesterday. How dare you call things altcoins? Have you seen people making this this claim? That you Bitcoin maxis with your toxic terminology of calling things altcoins. Oh, wow. I mean, so people are saying, saying altcoin is being toxic and being a maxi. <laughs> what, do, what do you think about that? Is everything... Is altcoin, is that a fair word to use? I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think so too. Hey, I'd altcoin. say altcoins. I, yeah. I say shit coins all the time, even for projects oh, yeah. I like. Oh, yeah. Um, I feel like altcoins is just like Litecoin, Monero, mm. Zcash, maybe. Zcash uh, is yeah. shitcoin. Uh -huh. um, it's just a couple of things I would call altcoins to be honest and everything else is, is a shit coin i will say yeah. i do not consider eth an altcoin though i would say btc mm. eth and altcoin yep that's me personally I, I i think eth is big enough and different enough to, to be its own thing yep mm. um, yeah I, I think uh, i think that's the industry standard yeah yeah so step up your game if you don't want to be called an altcoin and to be honest <laughs> calling yeah. you an altcoin is is probably being generous oh yeah yeah um and then of course stable coins that's a different thing too i wouldn't call mm -hmm. that an altcoin i would call that 
the best place to put your money. That's what I call it. Mm. Not financial advice, of course. But <laughs> but I think it is uh well if you've listened to the podcast now you've haven't lost any money, probably, right? If you yep. listen to our non financial advice. <laughs> um anyway, I was what I was saying about USDC bulls stay winning. Um, Federal Reserve trying to chill everyone out, saying we are still raising rates, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, everything is still fucked. So don't <laughs> start buying Tesla again, please. <laughs> okay? Save your money. You're going to need it. Um, continuing to raise rates. What did they say? It was 0.5 in December. Now I think they're saying probably going to be another 0.5. We're not going to cut the rate raises anymore. Uh Um, So the the value of the dollar keeps growing like crazy. I saw the yen is also stabilizing. Mm -hmm. Yep. Around 130. 130. Yeah. So I guess that's good. I, I now these days I'm a big yen bull. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm along on yen. <laughs> you yeah. know, which which used to be a shit coin like six months ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is a shit coin. The biggest shit coin. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, I'm long. I'm long yen. So go back to a hundred, please. Mm. I'm into that now. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I think, well, they're letting the uh, inflation rock a little bit more here in Japan. I heard mm. uh, prices of soda is going to go up, vending machine costs yep. again. Yep. Other products as well. Mm, I guess that's good. Yep. But the the inflation around the world is not cooling. And um, the job market, well, the Federal Reserve said... We're, we're liking the hiring numbers that we're seeing. All I'm not seeing any hiring numbers. I'm seeing firing numbers. Right? Oh, wow. Yep. Um, Amazon laying off how many? Almost 20,000 people? Mm-hmm. I guess they people had projected they would lay off 10,000. Wow. But it was much more than that. And I think a big reason is they staffed up quite heavily during – the um event which shall not be named hmm. the past couple of years that is still ongoing <laughs> that um <laughs> so i think i think they probably hired a lot of people because there's big e-commerce boom right hmm. because yeah. no one no one could leave their house so hmm. um, they're firing people but they're not the only ones in crypto world i see huobi a site I've never used and barely heard of, but I, I suppose this is Chinese exchange. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. Yeah. Uh, also laying off a lot of people and cutting salaries. It's a very wow. um, Chinese wow. thing to do, I feel like, to wow. cut people's salaries. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. And also not paying bonuses. Uh, yeah. So that's a, a Justin Sun project. Justin Sun joint, right? 
mm-hmm. creator of Tron, kind of the um, more cheeky version of CZ in a way. <laughs> Don't you think so? I don't know. For some reason, I think that. Um, I feel like they've had beef over the years, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. CZ beefs with everyone these days. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so in the crypto market as well, more turmoil, more layoffs. I mean, what's going on uh, here in Japan? Have you heard anything? It's like impossible for companies to do layoffs here, right? You have to file government <sighs> paperwork and get approval to yeah, do layoffs. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so not that many people get fired. But yeah. like, <laughs> um, only for like, you know, official employee, not for mm. like contractors. Right. And the problem here is like so many contractors. Really? Yeah. So so that like they can cut their, mm. you know, so that they can cut off like easily. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if they'll ever pass that law. You know, the law in California where even if you're a contractor, if you work for a company, um, the government might not consider you, they might consider you a full-time employee depending on the criteria and oh, afford okay. you the same rights. So if you're, say you were a contractor from Google, mm-hmm. but your only client was Google mm. and you had to attend meetings at specific times at google or Mm -hmm. over zoom or whatever and you had to use their equipment a google laptop Mm -hmm. if you got fired you could tell the state of california hey i was a contractor but they actually they actually treated me like an employee Mm. and then you would be entitled to severance and and all that kind of stuff and all the protections nice yeah it's a california law Mm. They did it. I think the, the the reason they did it was because of like Uber and stuff like that. Oh, but it ended up affecting true. tech workers even more. Mm. Um, so they have that in California. Mm. I wonder. I wonder if that's something they might do in Japan. Japan mm. seems very pro workers' rights. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. But the, I don't know if but that's the, a misconception. Know, like salary is like extremely well, low compared to extremely <laughs> California. Low. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the taxes yep. are extremely high. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, you know, it's interesting. Japan has had a interesting history with um, socialism, right? Mm-hmm. I saw, I saw, um, I saw a video recently that was like Japan in the sixties and seventies. Okay. And had all these like news clips and stuff. Mm-hmm from that time and um there were a lot of like worker riots and student riots at that time mm-hmm. which yeah. i didn't i didn't really know about until I, oh, really? I looked into it more yeah how much how much japanese people like to fight with the police back in the day nowadays no oh, yeah. one fights with the police <laughs> right but at that right. time people people had no problem like literally attacking the police in big groups with bats and things like that yeah, um, yeah. that those that, that was a big thing yeah you know occupy occupy like universities yeah 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 i mean what was what were they fighting for was it socialism was (sighs) it workers rights was it i think socialism yeah that that was a part of it and also like anti 
I don't know, power or like anti, mm. what is it? <laughs> Anti-fascism. Uh, yeah, anti-fascism. Mm. And stuff like that. Like they need more like freedoms. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite interesting. I guess those were the boomers of the time, mm -hmm. right? They're boomers yeah. now. They yeah. were students yeah. in the 60s mm -hmm. and 70s. Yeah. So all the old people we see walking around now were those mm -hmm. kids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they oh, don't yeah. act like it. I'll tell you that. <laughs> they don't act like it. Yeah. I rarely see old hippies here, you know? Mm -hmm. I feel like something you see a lot in America is, like, old people who are that's true hippies basically that's true yeah i mean like i mean i i was when i was there like their kid generations are like my generation so like mm -hmm. still hippies children's estates hippies like especially in california yeah yeah like they wear like all like <laughs> teared and vintage clothing and then with like fucked up cars and yeah they try to be like um actors or something mm -hmm. yeah yeah uh, but, feel, but not but not here yeah i feel like all all old people here are the same mm -hmm. you never you rarely see one that's like <laughs> i don't know doing anything different than the rest of them yeah no there is a one guy who dresses up like um sailor moon Really? One old guy, yeah. Have you ever seen this guy? He's like, he's like bald, but he also has long hair. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, <laughs> have you seen him? In I think life? I did see him once. Yeah. Oh yeah. Maybe I, in like Harajuku think, think, or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, like you, you it, it's a good luck. <laughs> like when you find him. Oh really? You take a picture with him. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't take a picture. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is this? Yeah, yeah, that guy. All right, next time I see him, I'll get a picture yeah. with him. I heard he's um, not an executive, but like board member of some company. Really? That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. And then That's he, crazy. he does it for fun. Yeah. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Um, yeah, I want to see more old people in Japan get get crazy. Mm. Why not? That's true. What a... What a uh, maybe... I don't know why that is. Old people in America are really crazy. Mm. Uh, do uh, you know old people in America? One thing they love to do is steal. They steal? love to they love to shoplift. They go into stores and they just steal stuff for fun. Uh, do people in Japan do that? Yeah, that's true. Oh, really? Okay, mm -hmm. nice. Be because like they they get bored and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they want to do it for fun. Yeah, and then if they get caught, they just go. Oh, I'm old. I don't understand what's happening. Right? Yeah, <laughs> and then they're, they're gonna let them go because it's like, well, it's an old person. What are you gonna do? Mm. Yeah, yep. yep, yeah. I can't wait until I get old. I'm, I'm gonna be stealing <laughs> Dude, everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm, I'm gonna be all up in uh, Akihabara stealing Final Fantasy toys. <laughs> and stuff. It'd be great. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of stealing. How about this Logan Paul character? Mm. <laughs> mm. Logan Paul, a um, Japan's least favorite YouTuber. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I always confuse him with his brother, so I can't remember which one did the stupid 
shit when he was mm. here. I think it was Logan Paul, right? I think Logan Paul. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, he he was in trouble mm. over the last month. We didn't have a show the last month, but we won't talk about that. Yeah. Um, he was in trouble, big trouble from Coffeezilla. Do you know mm. Coffeezilla? Yep. Yeah. He's good. You watch his stuff? Yep. Uh, I saw his interview on the Lex podcast. Uh, well, you, we can talk about Lex Friedman, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I forgot that we talked about him on the other shows. Mm. He's also in trouble recently mm. for posting a very stupid-looking reading list. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, like George Orwell. <laughs> All right, let's skip it. Forget about Logan Paul. First. Let's talk about Lex Friedman. <laughs> first of all, he's, everyone's now accusing him of being like a federal agent. Which could really? be true. Yeah. <laughs> well, it turns out that he doesn't – has he really has, like, no affiliation with MIT, which mm. he, like, talked about a lot in his Twitter mm. profiles. That he's from MIT or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's not a professor, and he wasn't a student. He gave, like, th- three guest Lecture. lectures mm-hmm. while school was on break, mm. basically. Yep. So you could go see his lectures. They were very generic. Mm-hmm lectures on the future of ai and and things like that right Mm -hmm. so something i could have done or you could have done um so he's not an mit researcher Mm. just some guy who lives in boston i guess yep i don't know where he lives anyway he he published this reading list that was widely mocked um and and i think most brutally by nicholas nassim talib yeah. Uh, a person that I've liked in the past. Mm-hmm. These days he's kind of crazy, as yep. everyone is. Um, but I, I, I really loved his appearances on Econ Talk, one of my favorite podcasts. Mm. Um, I could I could talk a lot about Econ Talk as well. We'll leave it for next show, unless we run out of stuff to talk about today. But um, anyway, what, what did you think of his reading list? <laughs> I mean... I don't know. It's not not special or anything. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, it's like all books you probably should have read already. Yeah. A lot yeah. of them you would have read in high school, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they would say, well, these are some of my favorite books. So I'm going to reread them. Who re-re- yeah. I've never reread a book in my entire life. <laughs> reread a book? Are you not paying attention the first time? <laughs> Why are you rereading a book? Yeah. Have you ever yeah, reread a book? Uh, not really. Not really. Right? What yeah. would you reread? I mean, like, some of the fundamentals, let's say, like, Adam Smith or, like, you know, like, Charles Darwin or something. Right? Not me. What? Really? <laughs> but like, I memorize every single word when I read it. So if I ever want to reread it, oh, I just okay. play it back in my brain. Oh, yeah. It takes about <laughs> 10 seconds. Oh, there, yeah. I reread it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't think I've I don't think I've ever reread a book, to be honest. Yeah, maybe I should. Like, I ne- I never feel like reading, reread, um, Space Odyssey or like George Orwell, 1984. Yeah, yeah. I I want to read that. It's like, <laughs> it's like yeah, like <laughs> summer summer vacation homework book. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> It really is. It really is. Yeah. Um, God. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, and then some of the books like are like thousands of pages or whatever. 
Mm-hmm. He's yeah. like saying he was going to reread War and Peace. No. Oh, man. You're not going to be able to read that in a week. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Um, anyway. So Lex Friedman sucks. Everyone hates him now. <laughs> I think it all nice. started because of the Kanye stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he didn't he did read with Kanye. That, that was, was a mistake. He should not have done that. <laughs> yeah. That really turned people against him. It really, really seemed like he wasn't in on the joke when he interviewed Kanye. Mm-hmm. Um, what were we? I, how did we get to on this topic? Who? Uh, Coffeezilla. Coffeezilla. <laughs> yeah, Coffeezilla. Logan Paul. Yeah. So, Crypto Zoo. You remember Crypto Zoo? Mm-hmm. No, nobody does. Some bullshit NFT project that Logan okay. Paul was a part of. Mm. And um, Coffeezilla did expose on it. You're saying that all the people that were involved were a bunch of the people were scammers. Okay, big whoop. The, the devs said they were never paid. Mm. And uh, whatever, right? Blah, 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 blah. Another failed project. And that, you know, he's like calling out Logan Paul because he's a high profile person attached to this project. And also, this yeah. is what Coffeezilla does. This is like his thing, right? He talks about. The scam projects. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, in a way, though, I have to say, I'm not, I'm not like especially sympathetic to the people. He interviews a bunch of people, and they're like, oh, "I lost everything. I lost my kids' uh, college money." You know, on this, yeah. and it's like, all right, this is not you putting your kids' college fund in, um. <laughs> whatever block earn or like uh i don't know any of these like apr garbage stuff yeah. that all that all collapsed right mm-hmm. that i understand a little bit more because you're like i thought i was just depositing it and in, into this thing right to yeah. earn interest mm-hmm. i thought it was safe but if you're buying nfts of like eggs they're gonna hatch <laughs> into like pokemon like and then you're like, I lost everything. It's like, yeah, okay, you did lose everything because you bought these NFT eggs. This is, yeah, like this wasn't like a bank you, run. Yeah, because you were playing the stupid games. Yeah, that's why like you you want the booby chop. It's just like um, I have no sympathy for anyone yeah. involved in this stuff. And and like yeah. yeah, these NFT projects like they fail all the time. Like. NFTs are so much riskier than sh- shit coins. They're riskier than shit coins. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, not everything is an ether rock or board ape and uh, nor should it be. Mm. So if you're, if you're buying Pokemon eggs, like buy, maybe buy one. I don't know how much these things cost at mint. You could buy one and you could play the game or whatever. Like you don't have to go crazy with everything. <laughs> But anyway, so so now Logan Paul is clapping back and saying that he's going to sue Coffeezilla. I don't think I've ever oh, wow. said the words clapping back in my life. I'm going to have to edit that <laughs> out. <laughs> but anyway, he's going to sue Coffeezilla for something. Libel. Slander. One of those hmm. things, allegedly. Um, Basically saying, like, Coffeezilla doesn't have his facts straight, and he's just kind of using his name to get famous, which... Somewhat true because I don't think Coffeezilla would have talked about this if Logan Paul wasn't invest- involved in it. Mm. Um, 
But also, I guess it's like resurrecting the project. Because I think Logan Paul is afraid the SEC is going to do something about it now. Because mm. uh, all, all of the... All of the people involved in the project have now turned on each other and are leaking all of the messages from Slack wow. and Telegram that they had between each other that were telling each other, don't sell, you know, until it gets until it gets yeah. to this price and then we can sell this much and blah, 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 which I mean, some are calling market manipulation. What do they mm. call that in TradFi? dark pools or something right? I mean, it's like, yeah, not that big of a deal. I mean, it sounds terrible, but this is how people do things mm. i don't know if it's legal i don't work for the sec but it seems to be commonplace at least i don't know I, I i don't know if i care anymore to be honest who cares why are you even talking about this um <laughs> uh all right I only got one thing left. I forgot to do the table of contents at the start of the episode. Mm. I don't feel I. I was gonna do a rant, and I don't feel like doing it now. Mm. What was the? Oh, I was gonna talk about um, econ talk. Yeah. <laughs> so this has nothing to do with crypto. So you can turn the podcast off now. But <laughs> econ talk, which I think is is a podcast I love. A lot of people love. Very popular podcast. Um. A very famous economist runs the podcast. What is his name? Hi, welcome to Econ Talk. I'm your host. I'm doing an impression of his voice. I can't remember his name. Oh my god, I'm gonna have to look it up. Anyway, um, he had he's had all kinds of people on, all kinds of smart people. It's kind of like the um, smart person's version of Joe Rogan, in a way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Uh, his name is Russ Roberts. Hello, and welcome to Econ Talk. I'm your host, okay. Russ Roberts, from Stanford University's Hoover Institution. That's it. <laughs> anyway, um, here's what I wanted to say about you, Russ Roberts. Have me on your show if you got the balls, which he doesn't. I mean, he'll just never listen to this. It's not that he doesn't have the balls. Um, he he's kind of like a libertarian. He loves um adam smith and, and all that stuff talks about mm-hmm. that stuff all the time and um he's always he's always like kind of wa- wondering aloud like i don't understand what's happening with all this stuff and I, I remember like during trump and everything he was like what why is this all happening and why is there so much crime all of a sudden and why why is all this stuff happening he's like a libertarian economist yeah and, and, and he's always having all these people on that give like the craziest reasons oh it's because of zoning laws oh it's because of people's um genetically built-in um uh, preferences for not eating pork or something because he had this guy <laughs> on talking about like dietary preferences among different religious groups and like muslims and jewish people and all this stuff yeah um I don't know, or whatever. Or it's because people aren't planning enough long tail risk, for whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, he never figured it out. He never figured it out. But what he did do was he left the United States and moved to Israel. And I think that's really interesting mm. <laughs> that, that this guy, who spent all these years talking about like the American economy and the world economy and trying to figure out what's what's going wrong and 
why everyone's acting these different ways, which is kind mm-hmm. of like it's what economists are supposed to do, right? Like that's the whole reason behind yeah. their existence. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, nah, I can't figure it out. Fuck it. I'm moving to Israel. I'm leaving the United <laughs> States. <laughs> For some reason, I find that really funny. <laughs> There's my hot take on the on econ talk, which I still like. Nice. And, and Russ Roberts, you can have me on. I do a great impression of you, as you just heard. <laughs> um, I highly recommend everyone listen to it. And uh, he's got some killer theme music, too, I have to say. He's really? got like, kind of this like weird trancey thing it kind of sounds oh, like a nice. ringtone but it's also kind of sounds like 90s trance music mm. um, so i highly recommend econ talk awesome <laughs> and i highly recommend leaving the united states and moving to israel <laughs> and um don't worry about figuring out why just do it yeah that's what that's just what go to did. israel yeah <laughs> if that's an option available to you yeah. If not, you could try to move to Japan, like I did. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, man, there's a lot of foreigners around lately, by the way. Yep, yep. This place is crawling with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I say go back to your own country. That's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> you ever see, there's like a famous video of uh, like this American um, band standing outside mm. that hotel in Shibuya. And the, um, they're taking like, they're just taking video cause they're on tour or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, um, the, the far right parade goes by, mm-hmm. you know, with oh, the yeah. flags and, mm-hmm. and, the, and the buses and everything. Yeah. And the, and the Japanese guys start yelling at the, this band that's just standing outside the hotel with their guitars and stuff. They start yelling like, mm-hmm. uh, white pig go home. <laughs> it's like a super viral clip. That, uh, <laughs> that white people love very funny nice. nice yeah so you know i might join those guys every once in a while there are there they there is like a white guy there are white guys in that group mm. have you ever seen them really yeah no i've never seen that yeah 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 there's that's like crazy. there's one guy that's in a lot of photos he's some skinny guy he's always wearing like dark sunglasses yeah. But he's definitely a white guy. Mm. Maybe he was born here. I don't know. Okay. Uh, I mean, that happens in the U.S. too, like um, like Kanye West, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You always get, like, a few, a few of them who are confused. Mm. Uh, anyway. All right. Well. <laughs> I think that's about it for this week. Happy New Year, everyone. <laughs> uh, we'll be back next week <coughs> with more hot takes about crypto, I guess. I don't even know yeah. what we talk about on the show anymore. <laughs> and uh, leave a like, subscribe, comment. Let us know what you think. I should, I should like set up an email address for fan mail. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um... Can email me at russ at econtalk.org. Love to hear from you. Uh, anyway, we'll see you all next week, probably. Bye, everyone. Bye bye.